Hello, and thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Casey Rossi, a business and certified mindset coach. Today, we're going to be talking about how to deal with income loss as a solopreneur. Now, it's not new news that 2020 has been extremely challenging on multiple levels around the globe. In fact, Pew Research has said that half of the lower income bracket of Americans have experienced household or job loss due to COVID-19. And of that bracket, only 23% of them actually had funds saved for a rainy day. Now, as the income bracket increases, that number increased as well. So when we got into the middle upper class, about 48% of the people had income saved to cover them for a rainy day. Now, What if that rainy day turns into a series of stormy months? That's a completely different situation. As a solopreneur, being in the driver's seat is what attracted many of us to becoming our own boss. Now, ebbs and flow are absolutely natural, and it doesn't negate the stress and anxiety that comes with it when we may be experiencing a downturn in our business. We're going to go over three different categories so we can feel more empowered, take action, and turn the ship around. Now, one of the things that I want you to think about um, as we go into this is burying our head in the sand is not going to make things go away. So denial doesn't make hard things disappear. So I want you to commit to listening to this with an open mind and an open heart and the growth mindset that is actually gonna pull you to the other side. Deal? Now the very first category is reduce. Reducing our spend is the easiest way to start seeing an impact and also start reducing the stress. And I like to look at this as a game because we are humans that are programmed for pleasure and fulfilling our desires. So we don't want to necessarily go into the reduce category with the mindset of lack and limitation putting on a spending freeze, or feeling like we're on a suffering trip. So if you can shift your mindset into thinking about reducing things as a game, it's going to be way more fun. So one of the things we need to do when we're thinking about reducing is just getting super clear. So I recommend creating a spreadsheet, one for your personal bills and one for your business bills. And just making it super simple and having a category for the due date, who the vendor is, the day that it's due, and how it's set up. Is it set up on auto pay? Is it set up on manual pay? And what methods of payment do they accept? And a little column to check off when you've made that monthly payment. So I recommend doing this for both your business and your personal bills. Clarity is power. Again, we are not burying our head in the sand. We are absolutely taking a look at the facts, and looking at it in a very logical way and not a subjective way where we're allowing some fear emotions to trump our actions. So we need to be super clear in that. The next step is how can we remove things that aren't necessary? How can we reduce our spend? So one of the easiest ways is to go through and take a look at any memberships or apps that you're either underutilizing or not even using at all, 
and pause or cancel those subscriptions. That is the quickest way because those $27.37.67 reoccurring payments add up over time. And there's no use in leaking assets and funds that you don't need to do. So tighten the belt there. Make sure that we're eliminating anything that isn't a need in this reduction category. The other thing, and this is a little bit, again, of a shift, is taming the desire for retail therapy. So it's super common when you're feeling maybe anxious or sad or depressed or stressed to want to do something that's going to make you feel good, which could be retail shopping. Let's face it, right? That feels good to um, get instant gratification. And this is where we want to make sure that we're not going deeper into debt for something that is just short-term gain, a short-term pleasure gain. So maybe you need to cancel your Amazon Prime. So that takes away some of that habit of having a thought, going on Amazon, clicking add to cart, and then getting that dopamine hit or that instant gratification a couple days later. So we can actually reduce some of those habits um, by making them just a little bit more challenging to get instant gratification, which equals more debt. And I'm not saying, again, to go on a spending freeze. It's just being really mindful. How can we reduce some of our fancy things like our daily lattes or expensive wines or monthly spa treatments? How can we just reduce those down a little bit so we're not in the mindset of desire and fulfillment, but we're really putting a little bit of an extra mindful filter in there of need versus desire and maybe just shifting to, I'm going to treat myself once a week or once a month versus this is just my daily norm. So that's definitely something to think about in the reduction category. In category number two, it's about adjusting. So again, we're not trying to make this a suffering trip because it will not be sustainable, my friends. We have to do this very gradually so we don't get some mental resistance or kickback, so to speak. So how can we just adjust a few things? When we're looking back into the vendors category, there is a lot of room for adjustment when it comes to who we owe and when we pay. So what I mean by that is you can look at setting up payment plans. You can look at negotiating partial payments. You can look at um, delayed payments. A lot of people are very compassionate about what's going on on a global scale that they will absolutely work with you. So don't be afraid to contact your vendors and see how they can make some adjustments for you during this time. The other thing that you want to think about is there may be certain categories of your bills that you can actually apply for a sliding scale. One of the biggest categories is if you have any medical bills. So there are contribution funds set up if your income qualifies for a percentage off or a discount on your medical bills. And they are absolutely more than willing to set you up on that or and or put you on a pay plan. So this may be difficult for solopreneurs because many times we're used to doing everything on our own and we have pride that we can do everything on our own. But I also just want to say that it is absolutely okay to ask for support during this time of need until you get back up on your feet. 
These programs are put in place for a reason, and you may get 10, 20, 30% off your bill based on your current or your last six or 12 months of income. So don't be afraid to take advantage of that when you're looking at this adjustment category. The other thing is if you have external support, whether that is a VA, a graphic designer, or you're working with a Facebook ad strategist, at this time, maybe you can consider reducing that by, say, 30%. So again, it's not all or nothing, right? Because we want to make this a gradual transition just until we are back up and running in full swing. So consider looking and um, looking at what's the biggest return on investment from these support systems and possibly just adjusting it slightly. Again, a 25 or 30% reduction or adjustment can make a big difference overall. When you start doing all of these little pieces, it compounds into making a nice slice off, which is just gonna be less stress for you. Also, one of the things to think about is this is just a temporary situation, right? This is not really even a massive setback, and this is something that, again, is a mindset situation. How can I bring my full self and my best self to this challenge? How can I use this as an opportunity to rise above, push myself a little bit out of the comfort zone, and do things a little bit out of the norm, right? So it's actually an opportunity to grow. And I know that if you're listening to this, that personal development and growth is high up on your list. So take this as an opportunity to think about it as a yes and opportunity. Yes, this is happening and How can I grow, change, do something different to get a different result? That's going to serve you in a huge way. I want to add a pro tip here, and that is remember not to project any current feelings of lack and limitation onto your prospective clients because they will absolutely feel it. They are not looking for you to mirror any stress and anxiety that they're having, or they will not gravitate to you. So you want to keep your energy in check. You want to be confident that you have the solution because that's what's going to pull people into your space and into your vibe. The other thing when you're making your ask, this is again where you need to be mindful and think, well, gosh, I don't have money, so they're probably not going to have money or they're not going to pay me that, so maybe I should reduce my fees. Please don't fall down that unsupportive rabbit hole because there are people spending There are people with money, there are people with savings, and there are people that are going to value the work and the services that you're going to bring into their life that's going to help them get to the other side. So a perfect case in point is one of my clients last month had their best launch of their whole entire business career netting over multiple six figures from a Facebook challenge. So it is happening People are having success and clients are investing. So please remember that. Please tune in to the possibilities and do not project any current thoughts in your mind on your products, services, or pitches. The other thing that I want to say before we start wrapping up is remember self-care. Remember that you are tender-hearted and you want to be good to yourself. And we don't want this to be a suffering trip, especially when you're focusing on whittling things down and that reducing an adjustment category. What can you do to feel good? 
How can you tap in to the feelings that you were getting, say from your latte or your spa treatment or whatever you were doing in those couple of categories? What can you still do to fill your own cup up, right? Maybe that's more home cooking instead of takeout and making it fun and learning new recipes. Maybe it is really prioritizing and carving out space to go on a nature walk or to listen to an uplifting podcast Whatever it is for you, definitely take this time to pump up self-care because that will have a positive ripple effect for this whole endeavor as we start moving into the next category, which is pivoting. Category three, my friends, is the most important category. We started with reduce and adjust just so you could get in the driver's seat, become clear, and just start making slight pivots and adjustments, which is going to launch you into this pivoting. Please don't let your hopes, your dreams, and your potential go into lockdown as well. The first thing that you can do in this area is tune in, tune into high frequency vibes every single day, whether that is listening to something inspirational and motivational or plugging in your favorite playlist and jumping around to engage your physiology. We must attend to our vibration so we can rise higher and rise above and get up and out of any of our current situation that may be dragging us down. Please prioritize this, put it in your morning routine, and make it a part of your mental workout to set you up for success on a daily basis. Once a week isn't enough. It has to be a daily thing, and I recommend doing it first thing in the morning so you are in that zone, that zone of serving, that zone of possibility, that conviction that you can do it, you're worth it. And also I think it re-engages your muscle memory of you have done it before, you can do it again. You've had transformation with clients, you can absolutely serve clients again. Like it sets you up for success and it reignites anything that may have just gone on slumber mode. You have the potential to jack that up and we need to do it on a daily basis. I want you to just tune within to the possibilities that you have everything you need within you already. You have already proven it in the past that you can make your business work and you can make it work again, right? It's just that re-engagement and it it allows us to kind of tune in and tap into becoming our fullest self. If you look at this as an opportunity to step into your full personal power This is something that's really exciting because I know if you're listening to this, that you are into personal development and you can take this setback or your current situation and use it as a launching pad to step into your highest potential. Maybe that means pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Many times it does, but this is an opportunity for you to really just take a little bit of an audit of your life right? Maybe some of the things that you were doing, you didn't really love doing anyway. So this is your opportunity to shift. It's also an opportunity to take a look at your current offerings, which may have gone stale. If you're hearing crickets right now, maybe it's not what the marketplace needs at this very moment. 
How can you go back and tweak what you have or create something new altogether so it's relevant, so it's new, so it's different, so it doesn't sound like same, same, right? I want you to tap into your own heart and mind. What are you struggling with? What do you wish that you had? Because many times our ideal client is struggling with very similar things to us. Once you've captured that, think about, does this relate to my current client? How can I provide a solution to this problem? How can I be the transformation to get them from where they are now to where they want to go? And once you come up with that product, and it does not have to be massive. I'm not talking about creating a year-long signature program. We're talking about getting income now. And in many times, we're looking at that being a masterclass. We're looking at that being a membership site. How can you create something right now that's going to serve your current clients or prospective clients immediately? Help them get to where they want to go right now. And then once you know that, my friends, Take action. I want you to commit to doing one thing towards the direction of getting this new launch out for you. And when I say launch, it doesn't have to be massive. You don't have to think about a launch as something that's four or six weeks or or even more than that, or something that you have to invest in Facebook ads to be successful. You can do a grassroots reaching out directly either on phone or email to people that you know have been in your orbit and circling around your work. You cannot underestimate the value of personal reach out with a custom, warm interaction. Maybe you offer a discovery call or strategy session. Maybe you put together a small Facebook challenge so you can connect and serve your tribe. Whatever it is for you, I invite you to take action now because this third step of pivoting is the crucial piece to this whole formula of how to deal with income loss as a solopreneur. We deal with it by being creative. We deal with it by being resilient and we deal with it by taking consistent action. I know that you absolutely have this within you. You're doing way better than you think you are and it's just about tuning in, tapping in, and getting the show on the road. So you can absolutely do this, my friends. Reach out to me and let me know how it's going. Remember, I am always here to support you. And until next week, my friends, breathe joy. 